Now, Will's, Will Smith's question was, um, and this is a great one, how do I make this moment even more magical? Game of Lifers, welcome back to the second half of one of the best podcasts to ever grace the game of life. Absolute game changer in every aspect with the smartest man alive, Mr. Jim Quick. If you haven't listened to the first episode, first off, what is wrong with you? Eh, just kidding, kind of. Do yourself a favor and listen now. It's like watching the sequel of a movie before the original. Not a smart move. And with the brain power you're about to get from this episode and the power you already got from the first episode, we don't do not smart moves here anymore on The Game of Life. And on this part two, we're going to dive deep into three questions you can ask yourself daily that will change your entire outlook on every single day. The question, the secret question that Will Smith asks himself every time before he goes on set and other high performance tricks that he has. The most important thing is to keep the most important thing the most important thing. You're going to learn why that's really important. Jim's brain hacks to help busy people learn faster and become more efficient. Why the brain is the most important tool that we have. And we can really utilize it way more than we think we can. We all have greatness inside of us. How you can work smarter, not harder. The best brain, diet, neuronutrition, killing ants, automatic negative thoughts. And as your body moves, your brain grooves, the importance of exercise to your brain, the people you spend time with, the people you become, and so much more packed in here to episode two. So I'm going to do a smart move and I'm going to stop talking and hand it over to Jim. So Game of Lifers, without further ado, buckle up for round two, Jim Quick. Here we go. That if you want to overcome procrastination or if you want to, you know, like get things done, you start something somewhere is better than nothing yeah. because once you open that loop, your mind really wants to close it, right? So I open up these little stories about Bill Gates and uh, and Will Smith <laughs> you know, and this power plant because your mind starts to focus and pay attention to it because it wants that closure. It starts mm-hmm. looking for it. So in order, specifically Bill Gates, the reason I was talking about Bill Gates, but the one superpower he said it was the um, – you know, that I want to read faster. And I was like, we started talking about the future of education, what learning should really look like. And I started taking it from a, a, an accelerated learning theory standpoint. And he was taken from a technology standpoint. And somebody, this huge crowd was, was gathering around listening to the conversation. And they're like, is there anything missing? And I was like, you know, we talked about it. They're like, yeah, understanding human motivation. Because a lot of people know what to do, but they're not doing what they know. And common sense is not common practice. Even a lot of your listeners right now, they, they're some of the best people in the world at what they do, maybe on and off the court, right? Yep. But they're not they're still not able to get themselves to do what they need to do all yep. the time consistently. Because the consistency is what's important. Because if you're persistent, you can get it. But if you're consistent, you get to keep it. Yep. And that's the key. Because little things, consistency compounds. Consistency compounds. Little things done every single day equal big things. And so going back to these thinking patterns, I was like you know, talking to Will Smith. I was like, how do you, um, like, what you, what, you know, what you're thinking? What are the questions you're asking all yourself? And I believe there's certain questions we ask all the time, obsessively. And I would ask people, like, for example, I have a friend who we found, we found out her question she asked herself, this like dominant uh, thought, like pattern that she has, mm-hmm. is asking, how do I get people to like me? Mm-hmm. How do I get people to like me? And now you don't know, you don't even, you don't know this woman, you don't know how old she is, you don't know her, her ethnicity, you don't know her career, you don't know how in shape or not, you don't know anything about her, but you know a lot about her. 
Like if, if somebody asks themselves all the time, how do I get people to like me? What's their personality like? What would they, what would they be like? They're always asking, how do I get people to like me? Oh, they're going to be very shallow. They're going to be surface level. They're just going to be whatever's on the outside is what I'm trying to do. Yeah, exactly. And so they're always people pleasing too. Yes. They're always becoming a martyr. Their personality is never set because it depends on who they're around. It's always yep. shape shifting. You know yep. all this stuff, and you know just one question she asks herself, and that determines a lot of her life. And so it's what crazy. I'm saying is, that everyone who's watching this right now, this is part of decision making. You're 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 asking about. This is a yep. bit of problem solving and thinking. Is the questions the we're question. asking consciously and then unquestioned, and the questions we're we're asking ourselves on a repetitive basis. So like one of my questions I ask all the time, like you can't not remember I said knowledge is not power. It's only potential. power. <clears throat> yep. Questions I ask obsessively when I'm reading something or learning or having a conversation with somebody, because I believe sometimes a conversation like you and I having a conversation, even before we start recording, I could get almost as much or if not more value out of the conversation than I could reading a book, right? Because conversations are power too. And I believe yeah. everyone we're around could be is there to teach us something. Either through their example or their warning to us, also. That's a good point. Right? But you can learn something from everybody. Yep. You know, either example or warning. So everyone, because as, as I said before, the life you live are the lessons you teach. The life you live are the lessons you teach. For Will Smith, I was, you know, his question. We went through this process, and uh, he was, he was like, Jim, I think my question is because my my question for me is how do I make it better? Because I grew up with a broken brain. Right. I, yeah. At the age of five, I had head trauma, learning disabilities, put in special classes. At the age of nine, a teacher called me in front of the whole class, the boy with the broken brain. So that, that was like me, right? And so my question, because I felt broken all the time, was how do I fix this? How do I make it better? So I'm obsessed with that question, but I'm getting answers, answers, answers all the time because I ask myself that a hundred times a day. Mm-hmm. Now, Will's, Will Smith's question was, um, and this is a great one, how do I make this moment even more magical? All right. Welcome back to the Game of Life podcast. We've got Jeremy Lin on. Jeremy, what's going on? The two most important days in your life are the day you're born and the day you find out why. He's like the eye of the hurricane because in the middle of the hurricane, it's really calm. And so Michael never tried to stop all the madness around him. What he learned was he just got calm in the middle of it. Stealing that pass at Staples, I was like, dude. <laughs> you know, yeah. Give Kobe a little glance after that. What's up? Uh, you want to be that person that when they walk into a room, that people are happy to see you. Talk to me about working with Ronaldo. You helped coach Ronaldo to become a great sleeper, a human test tube. Thank you, man. I, I, <laughs> I think that's like one notch up from being a human guinea pig. They'll take it in a good uh, way. And I just pray, man. Like. I just pray and I just thank God for for everything. The moment you realized, man, I'm in the NBA. Oh man, that was from day one. That was the 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 day I got drafted when I heard my name being called. Buckle up, the Game of Life podcast coming at you, where we bring to you the behind the scenes lives of NBA players, business savvy entrepreneurs, and top level performers in all fields of personal development. The podcast that helps you become the best version of you. Gosh, that's and great. Was like, like, and, and I could tell because at three o'clock in the morning, we're on set. It's cold outside. We're in like in Canada and it's uh, 
it's very chilly, and his family from West Philly, which we know, um, they're all like bundled up and everything, watching him do his thing. And you know, but but during breaks, he would get them, and he would make he would bring jokes, he would get them to laugh because he's you could tell. His question is, how do I get bring more magic into this moment? He's he's living that. The other question I asked him though, I was like, how do you get prepared? You know, you're just waiting here until the director says, let's shoot at 3 a.m. in the morning. You know, how do you get prepared? How do you get ready? And he looked right at me. He's like, Jim, I don't have to get ready. I stay ready. Nice. Wow. I don't have to get ready. (laughs) Going back to what you practice in private, you're rewarded for in public, right? And that's that's the life you live, are the lessons you teach. It's that congruency, that your actions speak louder. And that's what I wish, you know, more people did, whether it's on the social media space or anything else, is stop saying it and just show it. You know, like don't spend less time promising and just prove to people. Because it's better well done than well said. And I feel like you don't know something unless you could do it. But how I turn knowledge into power are three questions. I ask myself obsessively three questions. Mm-hmm. Number one, how can I use this? Nice. How can I use it? Whenever I'm listening to something, I'm reading something, I'm listening to a coach. Because I have my own coaches also as well. You know, I think a mentor is so important. Yep. You know, I, I coach some amazing individuals in, in politics and athletics and, and entrepreneurship and, and every these different places. But but as a coach, I believe part of it is um, be, you know, having creativity and to be able to make good decisions is first asking, how can I use this? So I get obsessed about that. And that's my creativity question. I, I come up with all these different ways I can use something when I'm listening to it, watching it, um, or learning about it. The second question I ask is, why must I use this? Nice. This is where the rubber meets the road because <clears throat> I believe there's a success formula. I call it H cubed, three H's, head, heart, hands, that you could set goals in your head to win championships and win games and, you know, income goals, whatever in your head. But if you're not acting with your hand, something is missing. And that's the second H, which is your heart, right? The heart is the emotion, the energy of motion. Because we're not, we're not logical, we're biological. When you understand the nice. science of, of your nervous system, right, dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, endorphins, you know, the things that really get us to do what we do, then it becomes really a no-brainer and then all harder meaning that you're asking yourself why. Even remembering someone's name. Like most people say, Jim, I'm horrible at remembering names. And I'm like, really? If there was a million dollars here, if that, Yes, right? yes. The name of the next person you meet, you know, the stranger, who's going to remember that person's name? Everyone. Honestly, everybody. Everyone listening to this became a memory expert in an instant. <laughs> As your brain coach, which is really what I want to be for everyone on this in this conversation, because you know everybody has you know singers have a voice coach, right? Yeah. And athletes have, have their coaches and personal trainers, right? Business people have business coaches. I want to be, I want to be your your mental your brain coach, right? I want to show you where people want to be physically fit. They want to be have have physical strength, flexibility, agility, energy. I want you to have your brain muscles to have brain strength, brain energy, brain agility, because that'll take you, that'll take this and this, and you'll be unstoppable. Unstoppable. You your muscle together, goodness, like that's where yeah. the growth is. So, so what about back to this, um, with, uh, with this, this coming back to this power plant idea, mm-hmm. <laughs> when I was I, I recorded this, and this is how you how you work smart. By the way, the third question is people are asking, right? The first question is, how can I use this? Why must I use this? Because that's the, the reasons, right? Because now you have a million dollars for remembering someone's name. All of a sudden, it had nothing to do with your capability. It had everything to do with the motivation. Even going back to what I talked about Bill Gates, 
we're talking about what's the third element besides you know understanding accelerated learning and technology is human motivation turning common sense into common practice and so that that's missing a lot of people but the nice. third question i ask besides how can i use this why must i use this is when will i use this when will I use this? Because people could talk about their dreams and their goals to the blue in the face. Nothing changes until you put it in your calendar. Because your calendar is incredible productivity performance yep. that people use, right? People say, oh, I'd like to read 30 minutes a day. Because that, the other thing I was talking to Will about, we did an Insta story. And I was like, Will, you know, we're here. You know, what do you do to activate your, you know, like keep keep mentally alert? He's like, hey, I'm, I'm here with, you know, my brain coach, Jim Quick. You know, two things I do is two things. I run and I read every single day. I run, you know, I do physical and I read. Because again, what, and that's the other reason. Besides reading is great because knowledge is not only power, it's profit. It's this separation between those not who have and have thoughts as much as those who know and those who don't know. Mm-hmm. People that know the thing. Sharing, you know, like you know, I was listening to the you know Ben Greenfield episode. <laughs> you know, like you know, Ben and I've been friends for forever. But I was like, yeah, all awesome. knowledge bombs. That that's the difference between someone who knows something and doesn't know something, because that's your that's your advantage, right? Because that, that that's where applied knowledge becomes a lot, a lot of power. But the third thing is you got to schedule it. So when will I use this? You know. I mean? Once it's in your calendar, that's time for you, and that's time to cancel, and, and that's you, you stick to it. Going back to this power plan, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. The loop, man. You got the loop. I love it. <laughs> in the power plan, and it's all I'm talking about the difference between working hard and working smart. I'm fine with working hard as long as you're working smart. Yes. Not yes. Way around, right? Great point. And so what I would say is um, one day this power plan um, with all the employees you know, everywhere just – shuts down and it's dead silence and for hours the employees are running around not knowing what happened and trying to fix it and the operations manager freaking out after a few hours and calls the local technician and he's like you're lucky i'm right around the corner technician shows up he's like you got to help me we're losing all this money it's very dangerous gotta save the day and he the technician walked around the power plant and in the power plant there are all these beams dozens of beams and he walks over to one specific beam, and on that beam, just like all the other beams, is our electrical boxes. He goes to one specific electrical box, and he puts a big X with a magic marker on it. And then he opens the electrical box, and inside are all these screws and wires. He goes to one specific screw. He turns it not a quarter of an inch, and then what happens? Bam! The entire car plant comes back. And the, the operations manager's like, thank you so much. You saved the day. You're incredible. He's like, what do I owe you? And the technician looks at him and says, that'll be $10,000. And the operations manager, are you kidding me? Like, he's flabbergasted. Like, for five minutes. All you did is like one screw. You know, he's like, give me an itemized bill for this $10,000. He's like, no problem. He reaches his pocket, takes out some paper, scribbles on it, hands it to the operations manager. Operations manager looks at it and says, I understand. He goes to his desk, takes out a checkbook, writes it for $10,000, gives it to and when he leaves, you look at the desk and you look at the invoice. It says, turning screw, $1. Knowing what screw to turn, $9,000. Wow. Wow. The, the point to this is not for everyone who's listening. You don't, I'm not saying you have a screw loose. <laughs> I'm just that in systems, that, that screw represents a focal point. A focal point is one input that can lead to lots of outputs. It's like that 
lead domino, right? We play the first domino and it knocks all these cascading. Right. There are certain things that are more important than other things. And my focus and what I believe everyone's focus should be performance is to study those those specific screws. What I'm here to say is there are only a handful of screws to turn on that power plant called your brain. Much less there is in finance or in, in, in learning in any kind of area of performance, there's usually a handful of screws that open up every else they give you a return but you got to put first things first right in the military they call it a force multiplier a force multiplier is taking a certain set amount of input but instead getting multiple output multiple rewards back and i'm obsessed with finding those specific screws that's awesome else out there because that's working smart versus working hard as opposed to and we know like the 80 rule yeah it's a bull to 20 percent that gives you 80 this takes it even deeper level because i think even the percentages are even more that i in my experience when it comes to learning rapid absorption of material uh, skill acquisition like being able to learn physical activities yep there's only a finite of things that actually give you the most return and i believe this is the this is what i believe the most thing is to keep the most important thing the most important thing love it man the most important Thing, the most important thing. In fact, one of the seven habits of highly effective people that in that book is seventh habit is sharpen the saw. But another habit is put first things first. Put first things first. Mm-hmm. Put the most important things first. Don't major in the minor things. Get really good at the things that 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 matter. Whether it's in your relationships, in your performance, in your health, in your business, all high leverage because it saves us the biggest asset we have. Which is our, our time. Nobody has time anymore. We're all really busy. Even when I do my show, you know, every show is 10, 15 minutes long. They're just brain hacks for busy people and to learn faster, achieve more. It's awesome. Because it's just, they just need that payoff, you know, right away. Yeah. You literally are a superhero. And I know that's, that's kind of one of your things, but you, like, I'm not even kidding. Like, think about this. If every NBA team, every professional sports team had you working with them, they all have strength coaches. They all have, like, 10 movement specialists. But the best, the most important muscle tool that we have is our brain. Like, think about if coaches could re- remember everything the other team is doing. Or players are going into the game. Like, I'll work with players, and I'll send them individual film of, like, their matchup, who it's going to be that night. And they'll forget who they're, like, what their player is going to do. Like, think about if they knew everything that their opponent was doing. And this is what what Kobe and Jordan were so good at. And like, like you're saying, they're never being reactive. They're being proactive. And it's, it's just like your ability to create superheroes is something that uh, I I've absolutely never seen before. And I'm just, I mean, I'm just blown away by you. Quick break in the podcast to bring you a sponsor, brand new sponsor now. And this one is a game changer. If, if you like getting good night's sleep, if you don't, then Eh, turn this off and it's not for you. This is Aura Ring. Aura Ring is literally the best in the business at being able to track your sleep, being able to figure out if you're ready the next morning you wake up for what type of activity level you're able to go to, your sleep score, your HRV, your resting heart rate, everything, your deep sleep with daily feedback to improve your health. Aura helps you better understand your body 
to reach your goals. You'll be guided through an intelligent, data-driven plan to help you improve across the most important aspects of your overall well-being. Everyone I'm around, high performers, have this ring and are using it. It is absolutely awesome. And now, your chance to to get a discount on it. D-Nurse is your coupon code or a ring.com D-Nurse to get $50 off. Links will be in the show notes. Check it out. Get yourself a good night's sleep. Send me over what your HRV is. I want to compete with you because I'm guaranteeing you my sleep is going to blow you away. All right. Get some great sleep. Get your brain ready to be crunched for the second half of the second episode of the podcast with Jim. Quick. I, I appreciate that, David. You know, when, when it comes to, to winning at the highest level, you know, yes, we teach people how to read faster and remember the things that they need to be able to remember. And literally... It, impact their their reaction time yep you know what i mean in, in especially in sports right every single fraction of a second is, is important be able to get flow states to be focused flow. you know mm-hmm. i work with a lot of actors not just teaching them how to speed read scripts and memorize lines but how to be focused and present on set but even on sports you want to be present also you don't Have want your to. mind going elsewhere because if you're in a, in a middle of play and your mind goes somewhere else you lost yep. you already lost right? yep you know so everything from changing beliefs which we have a whole protocol for changing limiting beliefs because a lot of people have this learned helplessness, right? It's, it's kind of like that elephant. You wonder why the elephant in the circus, why it doesn't just pull down, you know, leave because it can pull itself out of that stake in the ground so easily. But it doesn't because that elephant's been a baby. It's been tied to that same rope and that same stake in the ground. And in the beginning, it would try to free itself. It would struggle, 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 but it was too small. You know, physically to be able to do it, but then it goes really, really big and strong. And then what happened? It, you know, it still didn't go because in, in its mind it was still a prisoner, right? It was learned it was helpless. And a yep. lot of people on the courts, they have this learned helplessness. Yeah, it's unconscious. They don't realize they have a mental block or something, right? Or they've slumped. And so, beliefs is really big. You know, Roger Bannister, right? We just did a whole show just talking about it. everyone yep. knows this anecdotally, but how do you apply it? You know, 1954, nobody could break a four minute mile. He did it, you know, and he part of his besides physical training, he would he would mentally rehearse in his mind crossing the finish line and seeing the clock it says three five nine three fifty nine because he knew just like everybody watching this and listening to this that success is an inside out process that it's not it's not you'll believe it when you see it it's you'll see it when you believe it first yeah. right yeah and then and proof positive that was interesting in terms of visualization process and I have a whole and we know the power of visualization right, right? we've all heard the study done at University of Chicago where they took three groups of people put them on the court and I'm doing free throws and then they said okay group A what I want you to do is practice for an hour a day 30 days you know on the court the second group I want you to visualize don't touch a ball don't put on sneakers just visualize yourself successfully throwing free free throws for one hour a day and then then group C they're like don't do anything don't practice at all they come back after 30 days Group A that practice, you know, went on. Practice makes perfect. Or practice makes progress. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or practice makes permanent. They permanent. They, they improved twenty four percent, which is amazing, right? Mm-hmm. They do the work. They improved four percent. And the people Group C who didn't practice, no gains at all, obviously. But Group B blew their minds. The people that never touched the, you know, went out on the court, they never touched the ball, improved twenty three percent. Just one percent less than the people mentally rehearse because then there's a whole process that yes these people have mental rehearsal in terms of imagination training um the other thing i would step back on real real quick is the power of dreams you know i oh, really nice. do believe people 
underestimate the power of your own dreams. That um, you know, I talk about these ten keys for unlocking your quick brain. I yeah. train at, at um, you know at the Cleveland Clinic for brain yep. health. I train the doctors that doing all the researchers, all the research on Alzheimer's dementia. I train their patient caregivers and everything. But there are ten things that move the needle because one third of your your intelligence or your are your memories predetermined by genetics and biology. Two thirds, according to science, is in your control. One of them is sleep. Right, so I was sleep, and yep. I have all these, you know, brain hacks for sleep. But one of the reasons why you want to sleep, not only that that's where you consolidate short to long term memory, right? You know, for people who struggle with long term memory, um, they, you know, especially when they're training and they're performing, or you know, in, in, uh, on sports teams and everything. But it's sleep. But on top of that, it's also where you clean plaque out of your brain that could lead to, you know, depression. Mm-hmm. The third reason is our dreams. Check this out. When you're learning all day, or you're you're studying all day, or you're going to work all day, your brain doesn't shut off at night. If anything, it's more active at night. It's been shown your yeah, brain is more sure. active at night. And here's the thing: like when you're dreaming, like we we we'll spend about twenty years of our life sleeping. That means three to five years we spend dreaming. Three to five years dreaming, right? Wow! People don't remember their dreams. I know. I know. One of our podcast shows we did was on how to remember your dreams. Nice. So check this out. A lot of things in culture and literature and music and athletic success came from dreams. Check this out. So Mary Shelley, talk about literature, came up with Frankenstein in her dream. Paul McCartney came up with the song Yesterday in his dream. That's crazy. A chemist came out with the periodic table in his dream. (laughs) Elias Howe, inventions. Elias Howe created the sewing machine in his dream. Jack Nicholson, the, the golf like is amazing. Like he actually back in the sixties, he was flatlined. He was hitting like high seventies, Jack Nicholson. Mm-hmm. And he said, uh, he had a dream one night, a very, very vivid dream where he could see it and feel it. And it was the way he was holding the club and his swing. He practiced the next day and shot 65 and he used that you know, throughout his whole entire career. Because that's the thing. What I'm saying is when you struggle with the problem all day, your brain doesn't shut off at night. Your, your dream state, your unconscious state, your creativity state, all the states that really is part of our pure genius that we underestimate, right, is that's where the development is happening. And so cultivating those dream states. So I show people how to get into those deeper sleep stages. And then also when they wake up, six different things on how to remember your dreams. Because your dreams, there's a lot of wisdom in there. You know what I mean? That's that yeah. trying to show certain things that can help you, you know, in life, you know, on and off the court. So much, so much good stuff. Yeah. And being respectful of your time, man, I could t- literally have you talk for days and days. I've got more notes and I got to go do some kind of, I got to learn your memory tricks to be able to remember everything that you yeah. said. So, I mean, selfishly for myself, being very vulnerable, I'm bad at memorization. I absolutely love learning that I just eat everything up for optimization. But my ability to learn it or to be able to retain it is not as good as it should be. And I know my level is is more so than NBA coaches and players and teams and stuff. Like, literally, like you could be a reason a team wins an NBA championship. I'm not even kidding. Seriously. I appreciate that. I mean, really what I'm doing, whether it's an organization or a team, like an athletic team or, you know, a management team, my goal is to elevate the yes. collective intelligence of that group is to unleash the minds of everyone on that team, you know, in regard, in respect of how it's being applied. And all of a sudden, it's just like, it's an unfair advantage. It's it is. Ultimate it unfair is. advantage when you understand how your brain works. So you can have focus when you need to, when you can have mental energy and acuity when you need to, when you can be pre- present, right? When instead of your mind being elsewhere, when you yep. can imagine, when you can teach them how to imagine success, 
and be able to shoot better like mind here and, and then all of a sudden and when they can get rid of all the the baggage yeah people don't show you how to do that well think it is kobe and jordan think how many more of those type of players you could create through that and it's just being able to understand the brain which most people just say the brain is it's a question mark it's up there oh if we can use five or ten percent of it great and no one even really goes in depth on it but you're learning how to make your brain your superhero power and that's man and and even more so than that one thing you don't even you might not even know that you did that stands out to me is is you told me you want to be extremely present in this moment, extremely present with me, giving me the time. Like in a conversation, like a team, a player, a coach could have learned something from you directly, like on your eye contact and how present you are. That goes so far. And I mean that's without even saying a word of what you're doing. I love that. I just got goosebumps. I call them goosebumps. <laughs> Man, there's so many things I just wanted to start talking about to you. Like I just it, just fully juiced up by being around you, man. And I would love to, I mean, continue our conversation sometime, take you out to lunch, whatever it might be. It is just, absolutely. you're an absolute, uh, just a, a blessing to be able to do this, but a blessing even more so that you're not, a, you don't have a job. You don't have a career. You have a mission and you are helping so many people out there, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Growing up as the boy labeled the boy with a broken brain, my mission is to make everyone's brains better and brighter you know my mission is really no brain left behind it's awesome and if i could help unlock unleash that other 90 percent of people's potential we use all our brain but we all use it differently i could show people how to do that every brain matters you know and so the words you speak you know everything from having the best i show people how to have the best brain diet imaginable how to get rid of negative thoughts that could lead to you know you know brain challenges the third thing is exercise these are the 10 things i focus on you know good brain diet Right, we get people on the absolute best brain diet because it's called neuronutrition. Your brain has more different specific needs than the rest of your body, and people don't realize that to have focus and mental energy and clarity. Mm-hmm. So, neuronutrition, killing ants, automatic negative thoughts. How do you get players to get rid of that negative baggage nice. that holds them back? Right, because maybe they're on a losing streak or whatever it is that's the, the, that 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 self talk. Because your mind is always eavesdropping on your self talk. Like your brain is a supercomputer, and your self talk is a program that will run. So, if you tell yourself you're not good at remembering names, you will not remember the name of the next person you meet because you program your super computer not to you know then there's exercises people don't realize this but as your body moves your brain grooves and there's certain physical exercises you do that boost your brain power fourth thing brain nutrients supplements because a lot of us are traveling all the time we're on the road and we don't eat the best diet ever but there's certain nutrients that are absolutely Mm -hmm. key that, that will actually activate your brain power. Number five, a positive peer group. You know, the power of the team, the people you spend time with or the people you become because of something called mirror neurons. We start imitating the habits and the thought processes of the people around us. That's why if you spend time with nine broke people, you have to be careful because you'll be number 10. After that, <laughs> the environment, we show people how to get rid of all the you know, electromagnetic fields, the bad air, and all this other stuff that really is toxic to your brain. And number seven, sleep hacks. You got to master your sleep. Have to. Right? That matters. But eight, this is a big one. Number eight, our brain protection. You know, I've, I've worked with a lot of athletes. You know, I was on the, also, you know, on Concussion, that movie with Will Smith. Oh, yeah. A lot of, because, because your brain is incredibly resilient, but it's very fragile, too. You know, and so, so trauma to the brain, you know, through... You know, especially it's obviously in the NFL and boxing, right. sports. You got to protect your brain. I've had three brain injuries, three concussions, so I could speak from that. Dang, and new, 
new learnings. I talked about how you get need a protocol on how to upgrade your learnings every single day through you know building your neurogenesis and your neuroplasticity. And finally, stress management. That's huge. People are stressed huge. out of their mind. We created like these incredible processes to be able to get out of stress, to get into that parasympathetic rest and digest place, you know, where you're not in, you know, in, in a, you know, flight kind of fear kind of mode where you're freezing or fighting and such, where you get into restoring mm-hmm. and you could generate, you know, yourself. But, you know, we're working on so many different levels because that's really what the brain needs. And that's how the coaching really happens. But I, I want to say that I really appreciate you because, Thanks, you know, I believe how you do anything is how you do everything. So I, I appreciate... You. Not only who you are and what you do, but also the manner you do it. Thanks, because yeah. I really do believe um, the world is is just better through kindness and giving. You know, and I could tell you don't give to get; you give because it's who you are, and that that really resonates. I think that that's a, that's a superpower unto itself. So I mean that that's a testament to you know all the success of the people that you surround yourself and the people you get to work with. So thank oh, you for this opportunity. To- I really I, I really appreciate it. This is just like. It just makes too much sense to me that there's people that can use you. So, like, and that's your gift to help and to give. Like, it just makes too much sense for you to be be just held up a little box when everybody, everybody needs to know your stuff. Everybody does. So, thank you so much. And just, um, yeah, man, let's I super look forward to continuing our yeah, relationship. Can I, can I give people a challenge right now? Challenge them. Yeah, yeah. I want it too. Because I, 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 I think that challenge would challenge people to get better I'm going to plug, I'm plugging this in. I'm plugging so it doesn't die on me. But keep going. Yeah, it's, it's a quick challenge. Literally, yes. KWIK challenge. I nice. challenge everybody to take a screenshot of this podcast yes. uh, in whatever form they're listening to it. And what I challenge everybody to do is a, one way to learn something faster is to mentor or to teach somebody else. When we learn something with the intention of teaching, like if you had to take, re listen to this episode and then take notes and you had to teach it to somebody else, a loved one or a teammate, or give a TED Talk on it. We teach people how to memorize their scripts, and we show people how to do that um, in our podcasts and such. But learn with the intent of teaching. So take a screenshot of this episode, tag David, tag myself, at Jim Quick, K-W-I-K, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and share with us, teach us your big aha. Because when you put it out there and you share it, you ingrain it into your nervous system, and it becomes part of who you are when you teach it to somebody else because again when you teach it you get to learn it twice so my challenge for everybody is to screenshot this episode tag both of us david and myself at jim quick kwik and put your big aha what are some of your biggest lessons you got out of this and how are you going to apply that uh in the real world to make your life better awesome man love it and everybody can find out everything on your website of how to be, uh, yeah, the best place for people to find us is at quickbrain.com. Cool. And we actually created three free training videos, kwikbrain.com, one on how to remember names and faces, one on the perfect morning routine lifestyle oh, and how to optimize your brain, yeah. another one on speed reading skills. And also at quickbrain.com, you can find our podcast. So on your favorite podcast app, on Pandora, on iTunes, on Stitcher, on YouTube, just search uh, Quick Brain, K-W-I-K Brain, or Jim Quick. No, oh, trust yeah. me, man. I'll be pumping all that. I'm, I'm going on and I'm getting on those three lessons. I need it really bad. I Dude, you're awesome, do. David. Any, any foundations or anything else that we can support for you? Anything? No, that, that, cool. that's it. Uh, awesome. Let's continue the conversation on, on social media. Because yep. we do lives and Q and A's there, and then let's enjoy the podcast. It's meant to be. It's meant to fill in the gaps 
of the, in our education system, teaching you with the most important skill I think there is, which is meta-learning, learning how to learn. And uh, if you want an advantage, those are bite-sized brain hacks for busy achievers who want to succeed faster and learn faster. That, that, would, that would be the place. My, my parting words for everybody is this. I believe your life is like an egg. That if an egg is broken by an outside force, life ends. But if it's broken by an inside force, life begins. Uh-huh. All great things begin on the inside. And you have greatness inside of you. You have genius inside of you. And uh, let's let it out more and more every day. Boom. Drop the mic. There it is. <laughs> Big time thank you to Jim Quick for coming on the Game of Life podcast. Check out everything that he has going there is so much learning to be done and if you could take one thing away from this podcast let it be that you know you can improve your mind you know your brain is not fixed learning is not something that once you're a certain age you can't learn anymore you can use your brain as a superhero tool superhero for your growth for your development to help others and as you go on through your day remember what jim said the most important thing is to keep the most important thing the most important thing so go out there game of lifers be a light to somebody else teach them teach them what jim is talking about because the best way to learn is to teach it to somebody else everything from this podcast from the first podcast will be linked in the show notes And take a screenshot of the episode, like Jim said, and and post it on Instagram. Let us know what your big aha is, what you learned from this. Shout me out, shout Jim out, and we will get back to you. We'll respond to you. I love getting your feedback, Game of Lifers. And if you could, 2019, make your resolution leaving a five-star review. That way we can get on even more of these type of guests like Jim, absolute game changers that you want to learn from, that I can learn from, that we can grow together for this game of life family that we have. So go to iTunes, five-star review. Remember, put that down in your notes, your to-do list, your to-grow list for this week, and just have a great week. Enjoy the day. Know that every single day you have the superpower of choice, the power of choice to choose who you want to be so choose who you are this week and make that choice be a positive impact on someone maybe it's just one person maybe it's maybe it's five maybe it's ten but make that 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 type of mindset that you're going to have an impact a positive impact on somebody else and it's just paying it forward and it'll keep growing and keep growing and keep growing and remember game of lifers life's a journey enjoy it david nurse game of life signing off